Hello viewers, welcome to Rafi's Talk. Today's topic will be making decisions. Making decisions, especially in business, is a really important process for a businessman because every decision that is made will determine where the company is going next. The decision must be made carefully and with careful calculation in advance. I mean, I do not care you guys about the decision, but it is really important and crucial. In every decision, there is a risk that has to be taken. No matter how good the result, there are always risks to take. Mark Zuckerberg on said, the biggest risk is not taking any risk. But we can take the risk as little as possible by calculating the future risk and minimize it. Later, the results will be bigger and better. There are at least four strong benefits to making good decision. First, good decision lasts longer. You will rarely need to revisit a decision that was made using a well thought out process, and it can sometimes last the entire lifespan of an organization. Second, good decision weigh internal and external factors. A decision maker should consider a company holistically. A sound decision won't have one part of the business succeed at the expense of another. Both internal and external factors can affect the decision and the company's roadmap. Third, good decisions eliminate conflicts of interest, which transparency and stakeholder buy-in during the decision-making process, question or concern after the fact become far less likely. The benefits of this process keep the organization on track and focused, and reduce churn. Fourth, good decisions actually work better overall. Good decisions actually get the decision maker, department, and company closer to their goal, and solve the initial problem. You should be aware and beware because there are a number of problems that can prevent effective decision making. This include First, not enough information. If you do not have enough information, it can feel like you are making a decision without any basis. Take some time to gather the necessary data to inform your decision, even if the time scale is very tight. If necessary, prioritize your information gathering by identifying which information will be most important to you. Second, too much information. The opposite problem, but one that is seen surprisingly often. Having so much conflicting information that is is impossible to see the wood for the trees. This is sometimes called analysis paralysis and is also used as a tactic to delay organizational decision making. With those involved demanding even more information before they can decide. This problem can often be resolved by getting everyone together to decide what information is really important and why, and by setting a clear time scale for decision making, including an information gathering stage. <coughs> Third, to many people, making decisions by committee is difficult. Everyone has their own views and their own values. And while it's important to know what these views are and why, 
and how are they important? It may be essential for one person to take responsibility for making a decision. Sometimes, any decision is better than none. Fourth, vested interest. Decision-making processes often found under the weight of vested interests. These vested interests are often not overtly expressed, but may be a crucial blockage. Because they are not overtly expressed, it is hard to identify them clearly and therefore address them. But it can sometimes be possible to do so by exploring them with someone outside the process, but in a similar position. It can also help to explore the rational or intuitive aspects with all stakeholders, usually with an external facilitator to support the process. Fifth, emotional attachment. People are often very attached to the status quo. Decisions tend to involve the prospect of change, which many people find difficult. Sixth, no emotional attachment. Sometimes it's difficult to make a decision because you just don't care one way or the other. In this case, a structured decision-making process can often help by identifying some very real pros and cons of particular actions that perhaps you hadn't thought about before. There are many types of decision-making. I will explain to you every steps and process truthfully. There are 5 steps, 6 steps, 7 steps, and 8 steps. Many organizations follow the 5-step process when making decisions. As you compare the following processes with the varying number of steps, You'll see that some, like this one, combine activities, while others list them as separate steps. Here are the five steps in this process. First, identify the end goal. Second, gather all your information needed to inform your decision. Third, evaluate all the risks and consequences. Fourth, make the decision and execute it. Fifth, evaluate the decision after the fact. The six-step process focuses more on upfront research and information gathering. This method frontloads the process with data that can make the rest of the process run smoothly. Here are the six steps in this process. First, identify the end goal. Second, gather all the necessary information and identify all the alternatives without selecting one yet. Third, compare all these alternatives against the relevant criteria. Fourth, make the decision. Fifth, execute the decision. Sixth, evaluate the decision after the fact. There is something called the seven-step decision-making. This process seems to have the most adherence in the current business climate. It goes by First, identify the end goal and the need to make the decision. In this step, you have to Discuss the situation with stakeholders and managers. After that, agree that a decision needs to be made. Second, gather all relevant information. 
same from previous you have to dispatch team members to do research on the problem and come up with options after that learn what competitors are doing if relevant and after that organize learnings into different decision scenario options third identify various alternatives uh, not as, not necessarily everyone but everyone that could work for the situation detailed with eliminate ones that are inappropriate or unfeasible after that ensure the company can accomplish all the alternatives fourth come together with your small team to compare all the evidence of all the alternatives all the pros and cons fifth choose the decision six execute the decision seventh evaluate the decision after the fact by doing adjust the process in the aftermath as necessary for optimum results after that capture the confirmation for the decision making process for the face of the company and for future similar needs and reevaluate as necessary the eight step process involves gathering data as well as identifying key criteria there is usually a full brainstorming session to cast the net weight when considering options here are the eight steps first identify the end goal and the need for the decision after that gather all relevant information third decide what your criteria will be for judging all the alternatives fourth have a full brainstorming session to assess each option fifth compare all the alternatives and list the pros and cons after that choose the decision then execute the decision after that evaluate a decision after the fact beside the risk and the step on how to do it you have to aware of decision fetish coined by social psychologist Roy F. Baumeister decision fetish is the emotional and mental strain resulting from a burden of choices when human are overstressed we become hasty or shut down altogether and that stress play a huge role in our behaviors Saitana Hansel PhD the director of doctorate of social work at Tulane University she explains that this type of fetish leads to one of two outcomes risky decision making or decision avoidance this indicates that the more we decide on something the worse the decision we make these are some signs that you are experiencing decision fetish first procrastination second impulsivity third avoidance fourth indecision that's why most of the billionaires are always seen in the same outfit and rarely have many things such as cars and jewelry they don't bother wearing a different outfit every day they don't bother to change their car every day because they don't want to waste their decision change for unimportant things
because every decision that they made will impact millions of people. So, the conclusion is that decision is really important and crucial. You have to calculate every process and make sure that every decision that made have a good result. Remember, there will always be a gray area that we have to dive into in order to become something new. For the closing, I have quotes from Theodore Roosevelt about decision. He says, in any moment of decision, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The worst thing you can do is nothing. To start do something and avoid nothing. See you on the next episode of Rafi's Talk. Thank you.